Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. I get so excited every week. <laughs> I get like more and more excited every show. I am so excited today to have two amazing guests. Today we have Miss JB Owen. Hello, JB. Hey, darling. How are you? Wonderful, thanks. We also have Yoram. Yoram, say your full last, your full name for me. My name is Yoram Baltinester. Baltinester, I love that. <laughs> and I met you, Yoram, through JB. JB is an international phenomenon. But JB, why don't you do an introduction of who you are and what is your what is your mission in life? Ah, well, thanks for sharing with letting me speak about it. So I'm an entrepreneur and a publisher, a product developer, and really an inspirational motivation for people around the world to step into the greatest version of themselves by igniting their lives and igniting what's possible. And I'm really proud to be uh, the publisher of numerous books that have gone bestseller around the globe, sharing people's powerful Ignite moments and their own unique stories. I love that. You, you, you just, you are so wonderful. I, I don't even know how to, how to say how blessed I am to have met you. And I met you through a friend and Rachel Green, who was in your, your and I had her on a show last week as that book, Ignite the Inner Goddess, went an international bestseller. Are all of your books international bestsellers? Yes, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. We've had 10 international bestsellers in over 12 countries in 46 different categories in the last 12 months. And we are just really thrilled to be igniting people around the globe with new and interesting ideas about how they can move into that best version of themselves. I love it. So Yoram, you were in one of her books. Tell us real quick, which of the books you were in? In fact, I was in two of them. Oh my goodness. Which two? First one was this book. Uh, you're not going to see it. But uh, the first one was called Ignite Your Life for Men. Mm -hmm. And these were 35 stories by men about what it means for us to be a man in this day and age, because it's not what we grew up with. The second one was Ignite Your Adventurous Spirit, which were 35 stories about traveling around the world and how that changed our lives. Wow, I love that. I love that. So I have a, I have, a, we added an extra hour today because I'm, I'm actually launching this national campaign around, it's called the Bigger Than Me Success Series, achieving racial equity inclusion in business, education, wealth, and health. So we've got a whole series of things that are, are going to be happening around that. But I, I, I am a, about happiness. So I'm going to be in, in JB's Ignite Happiness book. And we're going to spend yeah. this hour focused on just, just igniting happiness, igniting joy, breaking through, igniting change. And so I'm going to spend the first half hour with JB. So I'm going to have you, uh, Yoram, come back for the second half of the show. And we're going to focus on Miss JB. And really, I'm going to have, as we transition in, Nate, I'm going to have you play that video. This, this is how I would introduce JB. And we're going to come back with a little bit of deep dive on JB Owen. Can you play that video for me? It's breakthrough day. You woke up this morning and you decided, you know what? Today's the day. I'm gonna make a difference today. I'm gonna do that exercise. I'm gonna learn that course. I'm gonna start doing my life differently today. Today's the day. So go after it. Grab hold of that feeling, that feeling inside that you're gonna do today differently and start. If that means putting on your running shoes, do that. If that means emptying out the fridge or the covers of all the food that you don't need, then do that. If that means sitting down at the computer and filling out those forms or learning that course, then it's time to do that. Because today is breakthrough day. Today's the day that you take the motivation inside of you that you've been feeling for however long and you go after it. 
You don't let your body or your brain or your mind or anyone else in your universe stop you from doing what it is you want. Because Breakthrough Day means breaking through the old ideas, the old patterns, the habits that have held you back, and doing it differently. In a Breakthrough Day, you don't stop, you don't question, you don't wonder, and you don't compare. You certainly don't look backwards. You look forwards and you go after it. So today's the day that you've decided you're going to break through an old limiting belief or get rid of a pattern. Then let's do it together. One foot in front of the other. Let's decide that this is the day things are going to be different. So what does that mean? It means making a list of what it is you want to accomplish. It means using positive affirmations to propel you forward. It means only positive languaging in your mind. It means writing down things that are going to help you achieve what it is you want. It means seeing success happening to you. You're going to do this. You're going to get this. You're going to figure this out. You're going to feel everything you need to feel each and every step along the way as you do it. Because when you do the work and you overcome the struggles, it gets easier and easier. Your muscles are like, I got this. Your brain is like, I can do this. Your soul is like, thank you, because I wanted this. So on a day like today, nothing can stop you. You're going for it. You're moving, and you're grooving, and you're feeling it. And you're taking action, and you're making plans, and you're surrounding yourself with people who support you. Because on breakthrough days, you can break through anything. You can break through the old. Oh my goodness. I just love that so much. JB. Yeah, me too. I love watching it. I'm like, I'm, I'm squirming in my chair. I love it too. I just love it. That's so powerful. It's so powerful. So what you're doing is, is basically you are igniting people's ability to live their best life. Yeah. I mean, it really is that powerful word ignite. Uh, I think we all, you know, we buy into stories, we buy into what we've been told, you know, we get into negative habits or limiting beliefs. And there are these moments in our lives where something absolutely changes. And it's this ignite power that, you know, maybe it, maybe it was one of the darkest days of our lives, but it changed us. Or maybe it was one of the greatest days of our lives. And we decided we were going to do things differently. And I think we've forgotten and even glossed over some of those powerful moments in our lives without looking back on how influential they were. And I think if we can harness those and focus on them and think about them a little bit more richly, we can really utilize them to sort of rocket fuel our lives. Mm. I love everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> I bring people on the show, however organically it happens. I bring them on because the universe has brought us together. Like our souls have now officially connected. We're on a very similar mission, but I get so much from just being around. It's like, you know, steel sharpens steel. And I get so much just being around you. And so thank you for when you speak. I'm like, yes, yes, and yes, more of that. So what, what I wanted to do today, we, I know we're going to have you back on the show a number of different times, but today we have, we have a short amount of time and I wanted to clarify. First of all, Nate, I'm going to have you get ready to bring up her site and I'm going to bring up each for each of the books that she has. I just want to scroll through real quick to give a quick overview of what those are. It's ready. Perfect. So um, just real quick, show us the first uh, book series, zoomed in on just the first one and we're going to have JB tell us a little bit about it. So the first yes. one, so zoom in real quick. So Ignite for Women, Ignite Your Life for Women. Zoom in a little bit more on that one for us, Nate, um, and then we'll scroll down. Go ahead, tell us about Ignite Your Life for Women. Yeah, I'll go pretty quickly just so it, uh, you guys get a full scope. Ignite Your Life for Women was really about women stepping into the greatest version of themselves. And it's some really heartfelt, uh, you know, hearts tugging stories in that book about, uh, you know, ending a marriage, divorce, bankruptcy see, you know, finding self, losing self, overcoming one of the most difficult times in your life, really powerful book. And uh, it touched the hearts of so many women, of course, who went bestseller with that book immediately. And it really was the catapult into our next book, which was our female leaders book. If you just scroll down, that book was spawned from one of our authors 
authors who wanted to do a book, sorry, change makers who wanted to do a book really about women making big change. And this is really designed because, you know, you can be a change maker in your community, in your family, you know, in your local club. And ideally, it's when you reach that point in your life where you want to do something different for people outside of yourself. You want to inspire others. You've reached that plateau in your life where now you've taken your gifts and you want to help make change in the world, big or small. Perfect. Additionally, so, so real quick, so Nate, when she's speaking, she's so beautiful. I'm going to need you to show this book. That means you go full screen to her. If you're doing that already, that's great. Just give me a, a nod. But, but I, I'd rather not show the book during when she's speaking because I need for these messages to like be tuned in to that face and those voices and that voice. So scroll really quickly if that's what you're showing to the next book and then go to JB and then we'll come back. So Ignite the Modern Goddess. Perfect. So JB, tell us about Ignite the Modern Goddess. And that was the one that I was just uh, part of the, the book launch, the worldwide book launch. It was amazing. Yeah, really amazing book because this is a unique uh, you know, sort of niche part of the market. But what we loved about it is there are so many skills and virtues from women from the past or goddesses from the past. And now here we are, these modern women trying to step into the best versions of ourselves. But what does that look like? What What is the modern goddess? And so we found these 35 amazing women who told stories about stepping into their femininity, letting go of the masculine, you know, stepping outside the, the male constructs of trying to fit into the boys club or do it the way they've been told in a society way. And so this book really touched a lot of lives because women are stepping into their femininity and in femininity is power, is clarity, is collaboration. There's this new paradigm in the feminine energy and that's what this book is all about. Mm, I love that. So the next book, if you don't mind bringing that back up, Nathan, I know I'm giving you a workout here. Um, her next book is called Ignite Your Life for Conscious Leaders. Wow, yeah, there's a what real is that? Movement, movement here towards consciousness. I mean, how are we as a leader? I mean, there are people that are leading, and we know what countries has leaders who are leading from an ego place, leading from a self-direction. What we wanted to do was really showcase people who are leading from consciousness. How can we lead our world forward? How can we lead humanity? How can we influence people from a place of a higher conscious vibration so that all people succeed, all people win, all people have inclusion. And these are really stories about people pushing against the boundaries and, um, you know, going against the norm because their leadership is from a conscious perspective. Mm. Oh my goodness. There's so much here. I love it. Okay. Nathan, the next book, would you mind sharing that with us? I can't believe that these are all internationally best-selling books. It's mm -hmm. awesome. So Ignite Your Health and Wellness. Tell us about that one. Great book. I literally feel like it's the new Bible for health books. It, it's about stepping outside of traditional medicine and doing more alternative medicine, getting in touch with your body, being your own advocate. There are so many fantastic stories in this book about ways that you can heal all kinds of things. I mean, people sp spoke about, you know, minor, you know, intolerances right up to, um, we had one of our uh, clients would have epilepsy. Some of them had major surgery. Some of them have uh, um, multiple sclerosis, talking about how they ignited their lives back into taking control of their health. Mm, I love that. Okay, now get ready for the next book. What I love about this one, um, JB, is it's about control, right? You're saying basically people igniting their health and wellness, they took control of whatever that health situation was. What's our next book, Nate? Ignite your adventurous spirit. I love the sound of that. What what was the key lesson from that one? Well, so many people have had ignite moments while traveling, while, you know, going to a different culture, while immersing themselves in a different environment. We learn so much when we get out of our own bubble. And the adventurous spirit was inspiring people to um, you know, go on that big trip, take a year mm. off get a backpack, do something they'd never done, push their comfort zone. And at the same time, open their eyes up to the power of new cultures, new communities, new food, oh. new new social economic society, behaviors, dance, music, all that kind of stuff. And just it. be a part of that. I love that. I love that. Okay, Nate, we're, we're moving through. What's the next amazing internationally best-selling book? Ignite Parenting. OMG. 
Well, this book really <laughs> tipped the charts because it was the real and honest stories of 35 parents who talked about the fact that parent become that their child was what ignited them becoming a parent stepping into parenthood getting pregnant possibly losing a child having stepchildren the essence of becoming a parent was the thing the factor that absolutely changed their life opened them up awaken them and help them be a better version who of who they are and ultimately brought forward their own inner child or healed their own inner child and how powerful kids are. And, you know, some trials and tribulations that all of us parents go through because parenting is one of the toughest jobs and there's no such thing as perfect. Mm, I love that. Oh my God. <laughs> this is also great. So I, what I love about that is you've, you talked about awakening something inside of them. I love it. I love it. Nate, what's our next amazing internationally best-selling book? Ignite for Men. That's the one that Yoram was just talking about as well. So tell me about why this was so important for you to do. Well, this one was really special for me because I have a 15-year-old son and I feel like, you know, I ask him all the time, who are your role models? Who do you look up to? Who do you admire? And it's really sad. You know, his list is like gamers and YouTubers and celebrities, not necessarily those that have, you know, high moral or high conscience. And so Ignite Your Life for Men was really, for me, a great book for my young son to find new role models. But Ideally, it was to give men a space to share because often men are expected to know everything, do everything, be strong, you know, emotionally stable. And yet at the same time, the new conscious male, the new evolved male is really stepping into their own feminine side, which doesn't always, it isn't that old paradigm of gorilla or you know, caveman. And so these were powerful, powerful stories where men had a platform to share their honest and authentic truths. I so love that. I, I was actually, you can get ready and pull up the next book, but I was interviewing Rachel about the modern goddess and her mate was there. He had just sent her some flowers celebrating that the book went international bestseller. And he became like critical to the conversation because we were like craving intelligent man with, with such a heart full of love to tell his story. And it was so beautiful. So you're right. I mean, just hearing men speak is just so, so powerful to share and to grow and talk about their journey. That is so huge. I love it. Nate, this book was, that, well, that, you know, that book was a real tearjerker for me too, because the guys, you know, they shared some really tough stuff, suicide, mm. um, bankruptcy, spousal abuse, addiction. I mean, they really, really poured their hearts out. Wow. I love it. So the next one, scroll back down, Nate, is Ignite Female Leadership. Yeah, this was our second book. And so this was spawned by one of our authors who really wanted to, um, she really sparked the idea of creating these, the second book. And, and she led, um, she sort of led the group because leadership in females for her was really powerful. She's working in the corporate industry and just noticed that women sort of want are stepping into leadership in a different way and originally i thought this book would be really filled with those power suit women you know with their arms crossed in their you know corner offices and yet the women in this book were so different in the sense that it was about inclusion it was about humanity it was about compassion it was about you know generosity and creating a space for people to do things and work as a team mm, i love that all internationally best-selling books. How do you feel bringing such power to each of these authors? You have a process that basically takes authors through, through this loving, nurturing, empowering uh, process. Tell us about that because there, there's other books coming. Uh, you can talk about Ignite Happiness. That's the one that I'm going to be in that's, that's, that's churning right now that'll come out in August. Um, first, tell us about the process. Then we'll talk about Ignite Happiness. Well, you know, I've been publishing books for quite a few years. And what I noticed is a lot of the authors weren't making it to the finish line. It's really mm. a difficult process. And it's actually quite lonely. Writers will come up with their story and then they need to send it to editing. And, and then it comes back with, you know, all the corrections on it. And then they need to figure out how to typeset it and produce it and publish it and, and make a cover and write all the copy on the back and, and do all of the pieces. And then they have to figure out how to produce it and create it and then ship it and export it and then, then get it to their garage and then how to market it and <laughs> sell it and how to ship it. It's really a difficult process. And a lot of my authors weren't making it to the finish line. They were getting tuckered out and financially, you know, 
tapped out because it's a very expensive mm. process. So what I knew is if we could bring, pe bring people together, be in a collective, support one another, actually bounce ideas off of each other, support each other, and at the same time do these incremental steps where you write a bit, get some really positive feedback, one-on-one -on -one feedback, you know, personal feedback to you, not just cookie cutter feedback and then just keep working on the process and our company walks you through the marketing the production they show you everything and so it's so supportive it's so enjoyable that what you get to do is focus on your writing not all the other stuff that isn't necessary potentially for a writer if you just want to focus on your message mm, i love that i love that and so i'm involved in your process and i can say that it is already transformed me and I thought I'd been already been through this two-year transformation process I had already written three books I hadn't published them because I was you know really hadn't I really had worked on some TED Talks and, and the person who was coaching me on the TED Talks said you're so great but you're not pouring enough of yourself in them and that's where you you know get a little vulnerable and who wants to be vulnerable <laughs> right well you said in your book if you're not tearing up you haven't gotten deep enough well, thank God I got deeper. <laughs> so as a part of this process, I really have, you know, really dug deeper. So I'm going to have Nathan show the Ignite Happiness side. I think it's the second one in, that, in the, the group you, you have right now. Ignite Happiness. That's the book that I'm involved in. Um, yeah, and more than ever, we need happiness on the planet. Before the happiness book comes out, Ignite Love will launch at the end of this month. But for me, what's going on in the planet really needs more happiness and more love. And so it was really just a no brainer to do those two books to talk about, you know, how we elevate and how we curate happiness in our lives because many people could say well there's nothing to be happy about right now the pandemic has caused this the financial crisis has caused this you know the separation in the cultures has caused this and yet going through those difficult times which all of our authors have gone through str uh, struggles and trials shows that muscle of tenacity and resilience that we all need so that we can get on the other side of these problems and find the happiness that we're looking for. You know, I love that. And what I what I was able to do in my book, I love that. That That's the Ignite Happiness book. It's going to be amazing. Um, but as I was writing my chapter, uh, what was so exciting is, and I like what you just said, the world is in chaos in many ways. But my book is, my, my chapter is, is aligned with the, the singular book that I'm writing as well. And it's entitled Loving the Journey and Living the Dream. So loving the journey means no matter what's happening, even in the midst of a pandemic, we can choose joy. We can, we can tap into the happiness that awaits us, right? And so I think that to me is so lovely. We had a call today and, and with the other Ignite Happiness authors. And I thought you were just genius. You asked the question. Tell us about the question you asked about the happiness equation quotient yeah quotient. there the you go quotient if you could create a recipe or an equation of x y plus y equals or x plus z equals y or whatever your your equation is if you could take one thing plus something else and that equaled happiness what would that be and so we asked everybody on the call what their ignite uh, happiness quotient was and interestingly enough every single person person had a different one, which goes to the belief that happiness is an inside job. It is individual to each one of us. But if you know your happiness equation, then just do that. Just go after that. Just live within that. And you can create happiness in your life. I love that. I am so excited. So I, I, um, I actually can't see the time. So I apologize for that. I'm outside in my computer. There's sun everywhere. So I really can't tell what time it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nathan, so good. What I wanted to give you a chance to talk about real quick, JB, is I know you wanted to talk about the next thing, this concept of Ignite Possibilities. possibilities. Talk about Ignite Possibilities. Well, you know, it is that time in society, I think, and in me, it sparked in me. And of course, I want to share it with my community and with the world. How do we create possibilities? How do we ignite possibilities, the concept of more possibilities in each other and in what's possible in our planet? For me, peace is possible. Ending world hunger is possible. Fixing the ozone is possible. Inclusion is possible. And we need to start triggering and turning on that mindset in ourselves and in the younger generation can can you teach people to believe in possibilities can you turn on the switch of what is possible and so our newest book is ignite possibilities and 
I started filming a TV series because I want to show, I mean, I, with the pandemic, we've all been inside watching a lot of TV and there's nothing good on TV that's positive. <laughs> and so I really want to create this TV show called Ignite Possibilities because if you can show people from the very beginning, from concept, from inertia, from genesis, to go after a dream and make it possible, then you can instill and plant that seed in others. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm cycling 5,000 kilometers across Canada starting next week. And I'm on the road to like my biggest dream yet. And I just want to show people that it is possible. And if I don't get that dream, then the next dream or something else, that's possible. And who knows, that might even be better. I you're so amazing. I think I, I have a lot of energy. You are like the amplified version of me. I didn't think that was even possible. So I love that you have so many projects going on. I do have to ask you about, you just turned 50. You're gorgeous. I turned 50 in September. Yay! Yay! Um, and, and you just turned 50 and you have this other amazing 50 weeks till. Tell us about that as well. Yeah, so 50 weeks to me is about getting people to join me on my 50 weeks for my 50th birthday and going after the big one, the, the big dream, the big goal that everyone has kind of been planting the seed or just germinating for a little bit. So I have a big, huge goal I'm going after and I want people to come along with me and come up with their 50 week goal. And, and we again, create this community and do it together. And so 50 weeks to me, you can join the group on Facebook. It's completely free. And the whole idea is that we need to start going after those big dreams, the ones we thought were impossible and make them possible. And if we do it together, if we support each other, if we come in community, it absolutely will happen. Mm, I love it. Okay, Nathan, you can bring back on, uh, don't, don't go yet, um, JB. We're gonna have them love you up before you go. So um, bring back on Yoram. And then I heard, I think you said Mel was also in the, uh, in the waiting room. Bring them both back on because what I wanted to do JB is Oftentimes, those people who are so energetic, who pour into others, they don't actually pause and let individuals pour into them. So I'm going to let Yoram start, and then when, Mel, Mel, when he brings Mel on, we're going to have her, her do this as well. Can you, Yoram, tell JB what it is meant to you to be a part of what she's created, to be a part of those two Ignite books, how amazing and wonderful she is? Can you pour into her cup just a little bit? <laughs> Oh God, you don't know the back end story, do you? I don't. <laughs> I don't. There's a story. <laughs> oh, do I have up. a story for you? Love well, her up. Here's the thing. I didn't want to be a part of it. I did not <laughs> want to be a part of it until, until I heard what that book was about. And and that made me stop. And that made me think, okay, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I should do it. And I got to tell you the the process, JB, your process and the way that an author would work through the patient writing and peeling and writing and peeling another layer and another layer to get that vulnerable part of us exposed and shared and owned and accepted. It's a life-changing process. It is, it is such a, a heartfelt, life-changing process that makes every single person who ever wrote a story for an Ignite book a better person. Mm. I can guarantee that. I share that from my own personal perspective. And I have no person that I can think of that I wouldn't tell them, hey, please do yourself a favor. Go write an Ignite story. Um, Who knows? Your life may be ignited in ways that you never imagined. I, I love that. So, JB, real quick, he just said he would tell anyone to write an Ignite story, right? And you, and J both Mel and I were, were referred by someone else as well. So while she figures out her finger, Mel, I don't know what you're doing, but it's kind of looking crazy. Uh, <laughs> but while, while she's figured out her, her, her visual, are you ready? You want, you want to give JB some love real quick? Sure. Hello. Yeah, that's why I was looking so, so the question specifically was, since JB is loving up on other people, what can you say to her about what this experience has been to you? And I know you're going to be in the book that's launching with me, Ignite Happiness, yeah. launching at the end yeah. of August. What can you say to JB about what it's meant to you and, and just give her some love, pour into her cup? <laughs> so first off, of course, thank you, thank you, JB. And I just feel like she is such a force, a positive force who can 
make people's dreams come true. So if you, you know, for people, if you've never felt like you matter or if, if what you have to say would not make a difference, JV is a person that will shine that light on you and really show you that, yes, you matter and you make a difference. And so it's been so great for me to meet people internationally and expand my network in such a positive way. And um, I think to be able to share openly and there's no judgment, that's, um, that's huge. That's huge to feel one of the most um, humanistic things that we want is to be heard. And definitely being a part of this community, you felt, you know, you feel that you're heard. You can definitely feel the love from JB when she's on the calls. It's just like coming through the internet. At you, so. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. This is great. Yeah, you 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 really are amazing. So JB, I'm gonna have you do the the closing words. Um, Nate, get ready. I'm gonna have you pull up that last slide. So what's coming is I got so excited about being a part of the process, and I'm doing this initiative. Like I mentioned, both of these individuals are all part of it as well. My initiative is called a bigger than me success series. It's about achieving racial equity and inclusion in business primarily, but also in education, wealth, and health, right? Because it's systems, it's a systems analysis, the process. I'm not really sure what the cover's gonna look like. We just do that one together. Um, I think there may be one more. We're just trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, it's a bigger than me success series. So we're gonna be inviting authors to join us on this journey. You can go back to us. Thank you, Nathan. Um, this journey to achieve as we, as we learn and grow. So JB, again, it's a difficult conversation. No one actually likes to talk about racial equity and inclusion. Black people don't even like to talk about it. Just to be, just to be, just to be honest, it's not comfortable for anyone. It's just the idea of we can do this. It's like the igniting the possibility. It can be done. I feel like I'm such an eternal optimist. So my question to you is, what words of wisdom, what would you say to those out there who we're inviting to be a part of my marquee book, where we're going to bring in 35 to 50 individuals, organizations, however that works, and allow them to be a part of a writing journal. Well, what would that be like, and why should they even think about being involved? Well, first of all, Tracy, your book is really important. The conversation is important. The meaning of it is important. But, more, but I think the biggest piece is that we all have the same feelings and emotions. It doesn't matter what color our skin is, our hair, our eyes. It doesn't really matter where we grew up, what we lived, what country we live in. The fundamental feelings of belonging, taking care of, you know, even failure or disappointment or loss those are universal feelings that all people experience. And when you can tell your story around that, the triumphs of it, the trials of it, and then what you've learned from it, compartmentalize what you have learned so that you can teach another person, that's the power. You may just be a few steps ahead of somebody else, but that person who's just a few steps behind you truly needs to read your story because they feel that if that person can do it, I can do it. If that person can pull themselves up, I can pull themselves up. And if we can all lift ourselves up so much so that we can lift up someone else, imagine what that'll do for our humanity. Oh my God, I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll definitely have you back. Thank you so much for joining us for this time. I know you have another set of interviews and things going on. Thank you. You're Blessings to you. Thank, thank you so you. much for having me. I'm so excited about your book to come. And thank you, my beautiful Ignite authors. I love you so much. Uh, love you, thank you, JB. All right. Take care. Blessings, everyone. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, my goodness. So, Nate, to keep our four uh, images balanced here, why don't you throw up the, the, um, the show header? There you go. So um, what I wanted to do, what time is it, Nate? And I apologize. Again, I'm outside and the sun on my computer. Yeah. 2.40. Thank you very much. So what we're going to do is you you both are invited to hang with us for the next hour from 3 to 4. But what I wanted to do, and that conversation is going to be specifically around this concept of equity and inclusion. We're going to start the conversation around igniting equity and inclusion. And Yorm sent me some amazing clips from Brene Brown. We're going to have, it's going to be an amazing show. So for for that headliner, um, Nate, I'm going to have you pull up the Ignite, um, the image from, from the book, the series, the uh, Bigger Than Me Success series, Achieving Racial Equity and Inclusion in Business. And we're going to pull that one up. That's going to be the next hour. We've got someone else joining us. But for the rest of this time, if you can look at this header here, 
my possibilities. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's gonna be for the three o'clock show. Sorry, sorry, Nate. Um, so if you look at this, um, the Ignite Possibilities, Breaking Through the Day, Igniting Change. I wanted to give both of you an opportunity. We got 15 minutes here left on this particular conversation. Let's talk about words of wisdom that you would share around igniting possibilities, breaking through, igniting change. So I know you wrote a story. You wrote two stories, Jerm, two stories in, in different Ignite books. And if you were talking to men, women, individuals, youth in the world, and they had a dream they wanted to achieve, and they hadn't quite broken through to what it would take for them to accomplish that change, the day-to-day steps and things that need to happen, what advice would you share to people with people about igniting their possibilities? That's a big question. <laughs> I know that we're, we're having a tough question. Well, wait, you have an answer? Well, would you like to tell us about what you wrote, wrote about in your story? Well, you know, there's there's a couple of things that are always true in as far as I'm concerned when it comes to igniting change. And that is the fact that you want to, first of all, you have to, if you want to have any kind of power to affect change, and power is, by definition, the ability to affect change. But that power comes from your values. So there is an introspection part that I would advise to people is to go in and start from the essence of who they are. And, and for me, I know that it, it started early, but I kind of dragged it for a long, long time. I had, uh, I had to figure out a lot about myself and who I am to even climb out of the deep hole of unconsciousness that I was inside in order to figure it out. And there is nothing in the world that I would recommend more than, except for now for a few months, traveling the world. Because going out and exposing yourself to other places in the world, to other cultures, to other situations where, for starters, where you don't have a stake in the situation will teach you so much more than trying to create a change inside of you, which is that a, that's a prerequisite. You cannot change outside of you. That haven't changed inside of you first. Oh. It's easier to do it in another place. And, and to your question, the story that, that I've written was of my time in Tibet, where I could view the conflict that... Um, exist and still exist between the Chinese and the Tibetan in what is occupied Tibet to be able to learn from it and understand and get the ability that the, even the mere ability to take perspectives on the sides of the conflict in which I grew up. I grew up in Israel, so we're talking about the Israeli and Palestinian conflict. And growing up on one side of that conflict does not allow you a lot of opportunities to take the other person's perspective unless you end up finding yourself in a place where you can do it initially metaphorically, looking at the other people, where you don't have a stake in the situation, and then go, what's that actually reminds me of, oh, my God, that's exactly like home. And then it hits its home. And that doesn't mean that I have any answers to the conflict, but perspective taking is, it's, it's the first step. Without perspective taking ability, you cannot resolve any conflict. And, and if I might add, um, without that experience in Tibet that allowed me to understand what I have grown up or the context in which I've grown up, without these two experiences, I doubt to, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to say, but I doubt if I would have been able to understand the racial dynamics that happen now in this country had I not have the experience to 
to witness and learn about it in different contexts. Oh, I love it. I, lo I love that. And you and I have had this conversation before, and it was probably one of the things that I, I found to be most intriguing about you is that you do have a very unique perspective, and it's because of those two experiences, the one where you were in the majority and the one when you were in the minority and you were able to say, oh, how, how interesting. And now I can think about it very differently. So we'll come back to that during our second hour. I Ms. pray that I'm not such a minority. <laughs> well, excuse me, that this is true. This is true. Uh, that, that's a good one. Uh, Ms. Melody, mm -hmm. same question for you. I mean, we, we just had amazing J.B. Owen on who's done a plethora of internationally best-selling books, of which we're going to be a part of. So how exciting is that? So mm -hmm. Ignite Possibilities is, is her next project. And, and if we wanted to ignite change in others, tell people what you do as well. To ignite change? First, so, tell people what you do, and then what advice would you share with others in order to ignite change, to break through the day? If they, if they have a goal or a big dream that yeah. they want to accomplish, what advice yeah. would you share? Okay, so I am a trainer, a life coach, and a professional speaker, and soon to be best-selling international author. <laughs> um, there are two things that people can do. On our last call, we talked about the happiness quotient, but it's also a way that you can affect change in your life is a combination of teamwork, passion, and communication. I feel like those three things can solve any problem that you have in the world. If you look at any problem that you're having, one of those three things are probably missing. And just by adding which, whichever one is missing, that's going to have you have a breakthrough, cause some change, and produce some amazing results. The other thing when you talk about possibility is living your life, which I'm not saying is easy, but living your life as if anything is possible. That's a different mm -hmm. life than the constraints under which we normally live with. If you live your life as if anything is possible, that's a whole different life. And if you want to immediately affect change, just immediately change your perspective and say, if anything was possible, then what would I do? What actions would I take? What results would I want to produce if I was living as if anything is possible so those wow. two things can cause change immediately in any situation that you're dealing with i i love that so much if anything were possible and we all know that it is possible you're mm -hmm. you're amazing again i didn't give you a chance to, to to tell us who you are as well so as far as your business what do you do i see decisive action work you sit in your bio I tell people what do you do and We'll start there. What do you do? And, and, and as it relates to decisive action, Yoram, tell us a little more about that. Well, so I, so I am I am located in Chicago. Sorry, sorry, that was for Yoram. Sorry, Melody. Oh, that was sorry. for Yoram. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry. I, I didn't give him I didn't give him a chance to introduce like what he actually does. So okay. I know he has decisive oh, action. <laughs> it's okay. I create partnerships we'll with high-performing leaders in order to increase their, their business revenues, make more money, create championship teams, and improve their leadership. And I do that using a framework that I developed over my, what is now 36 years in personal development, 36 mm -hmm. years of studying and teaching. And that, that framework is called the Life Design Method. And within the life design method, which is the framework in which all of my teachings occur, there is a protocol that I call the decisive action protocol. And the decisive action protocol is a way for people to make quality decisions quickly, even if these decisions are going to affect the rest of their lives or the future of their businesses, they still want to make quality decisions. And, and turns out there's a way to do that. So, well, you know, I'm not going to let you get away with not telling us. Part of what I do on this show is, you know, I say the show is about, you know, again, I, I wouldn't have said Ignite Happiness until until I'm now in the Ignite Happiness book. But it's definitely about I, my mission is we use technology, community and positive psychology to help good people do great things. We tell stories, we share wisdom, we elevate expectations. So having you on part of that is to really help people bridge that gap between knowing a thing 
and doing a thing. And I always say it's about being intentional. It's about those, I call it bigger than me moments where you get to decide in that moment. I heard you say decisive, you know, split second decision, take decisive action. So how do you do that? In whatever dream it might be, I need you to give us the, the breakdown. We got how many minutes left here? We got nine minutes, eight and a half, go. I tried to give you the breakdown, but I'll, I'll tell you, the more, the closer you live to what your values are, the easier it is for you to make decisions. Mm. The gap that you're talking about is, is being bridged with what Mel is talking about, really, because I do not believe that there are things that are too big for me quote unquote because people look at something and they go that changes too big for me and i go no 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 stop lying first of all let's, <laughs> let's state the truth you're thinking you're too small for it not that wow. for you, right? <laughs> i love it and then the question becomes well who do you need to be in order the, to make that happen and if you're going to tell me well i need to be I need to be Nelson Mandela. And my answer to that would be, well, then it's possible then. Mm -hmm. Right? And then we're right back to you, Melody, right? Because mm -hmm. once it's possible, the only question is how and what is the next step? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, I love you. I love you too so very much. Melody, you're nodding. I see what you do. In the South, we call that the amen corner. So you're, when someone is like, mm-hmm, when you're talking, that's the amen corner. What, do, what would you like to add to what he just said? No, I mean, I, I totally I totally agree. And part of my chapter that I'm writing about is being able to get past the pretense so that you can live your authentic life. And then in our conversations earlier today, I was saying the more you practice your authenticity, it automatically becomes your default. And so then you don't have to worry about like what you don't want to do. You just focus on what you want to do. Mm. And then, then that just keeps you moving forward because your focus is positive. It's on what you want. All the noise and other chatter from the outside is automatically you know, you're not, you're you're like you deaf to it. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't even hear it because that's not your focus. If you're focused positively on where you're going authentically, then that's you know, there's there's nothing to worry about, regret, you know, no no um, concerns, minimal. You know, there always be something that on your brain, but <laughs> it it doesn't take over your life or take away your energy from achieving your results. I, I love that. I love that. in both of my books. Uh, the two that are coming out very, very shortly, uh, the happiness, the Ignite Happiness one as well, my happiness quotient included three things. And it was so interesting. In writing the book, I, I really thought I knew all of my, I'd done all of my work. But in writing this uh, content, I had to go even deeper, even deeper. And it was through those editing sessions where she would ask me questions and then I'd have the answer. She said, you should put that in there. And she'd ask me something else. You should put that in there. And I'm like, oh, so you want me to go deep. You actually want me to peel back the onion. Okay. So I did. And it's such an amazing, I mean, it's just, it's so good. It's so much better than it would have been for me because I got to tell, tell my story. And we're going to talk about that in the second hour. We're going to talk about Brene Brown and how powerful it is to tell your story. But my, my three elements, which tap into what you each said was, you know, in order to find happiness, and really not even just to find happiness, but to ignite your happiness, because it's there waiting for you. We don't have to find it. We typically put up blockers and prevent us from, from getting to what's already there. Before I move on, do you guys agree with that? Like, it's not like you have to go to find your happiness. Right, right, right. It's it's there. At, at, my, um, at my church, we say the primary reason for suffering is because it's forgetfulness. You've forgotten how great you are. Once you remember that, then there's no more suffering. So same thing with happiness. It's like, once you remember that it's inside of you, then oh, all you got to do is, yes, ignite it. Let's tap into it. Yoram, you're, you're smiling over there. What do you got to add? A hundred percent. All right, then. I love it. So what I identified is the three things that are part of my happiness equation, and I'll love your, your input on this, is for me, self-acceptance and self-love. I, I talked about initially, you know, my greatest fears and greatest, deepest insecurities were realized over the last few years. And one of them was just being different. You know, I always knew I was different, but I also knew I was special. So once I fully, fully, fully embraced that I may not fit in with everyone and that's okay, right? 
self-acceptance and self-love was really just the thing that brought me power. The second thing was knowing yourself to thine own self be true, knowing, tapping into those core values. Joram, you said the same thing. You both mentioned this concept around core values, knowing yourself, being able to truly, truly tap into who you are. And what I realized, my core values have always been two things. It's been around injustice, justice. Like the, 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 justice was just so important to me, not even for myself, but for others. And I realized the work that I do now that makes me so happy, some of my happiest moments were around this pursuit of justice, but also improvement self-improvement, self-growth, and just improving other things and other people and doing what I can in that space. So really, those are my core values. So when I'm working in that space, it's just pure joy. It's easy. It's what you were meant to do. And and the last one is activate. I call it activating your inner superhero. Really, the, this concept of living true to your values, not just knowing them, but doing the things, kind of what you said, Yoram, right? Doing what you know you're supposed to do. That's how you said it. it um, you, the closer you are to your values, is how you make those quick decisions. So I'm going to have both of you with our last two minutes. Tell us, give advice to people about in those moments, in those milliseconds that you have to make a good decision, to accrue to your goals. What advice would you say to someone in that moment? How do you make a good decision? What should I, they say to themselves? I tell you, first of all, congratulations on identifying it because your two non-negotiable values, justice and progress, are when you put justice and progress, now you know why it is that you're so driven to ignite the change. Right. I would say identify the your your two non-negotiable values and then prepare yourself by knowing what are the rules by which you want to show up in life. Like mm. personal code of honor. Wow. And once you have your values and once you have your code of honor and you remember them, okay, well, what is the decision that I need to make? Oh, all right. Well, then that is the answer because mm -hmm. if I want to be congruent with my value and in align or in alignment with one, my value and congruent with my code of honor, there typically is only one answer, which is the right thing to do. Mm. When you go with that, you can, you can hardly... I mean, you could, the result could still be bad, but you would still be happy. I was, oh my God, that's, that's my book. That is my book. That is what I say. Two, two of my most amazing moments in life were horrible endings, but I was so happy. I was just like, oh my God, it was so amazing. Okay, we got to end this hour. Melanie, any final words? No, my final words would just, would just 30 seconds or less because we have to end. Yes. I uh, know I can't stay on for the next hour, but I will ask okay. people that simple question. If you knew you would not fail, what would you do? Mm. All right. Now, this is Tracy Harrell. It is bigger than me, baby. <laughs> yeah.